0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Welcome if you're new to my podcast, and thank you to everyone who has shared the light with me, your love and light and your energy, and forged forward with me over the past years. I am so grateful for you, and I hope that what I have to share today will help you on your own journey. It's been a couple of weeks since my last podcast, and, um, you know, I just, I honestly needed two weeks to work on me, work through some things. I am taking massive leaps and have just connected with a new mentor, a new, my own coach. You know, I think the best coaches have coaches. (laughs) And to get to the level that God has shown me, the level that I'm, to be, you know, um, projecting towards now, I needed a coach that was at that level. And so that all fell in my lap recently, and I had to work through stuff as I'm getting ready to hit that level, including, you know, my body doing the craziest thing. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I told Michael one day, I said, we were sitting out in the man cave, his garage, you know, where we got the TV and we hang out. And I said, I feel so much anxiety within me. Not even I'm not going to say like an anxiety attack. It wasn't that. It was stress. I felt everything within my body was stressed out inside. I don't know how to explain it. Just that vibration of stress. There wasn't pain. It wasn't discomfort. I... But like my, in, I'm trying to like get back to that feeling. It's it was, it's just something I'd never experienced before. And I said, I am so internally stressed, and I, I it is the weirdest feeling. I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on. Now everything was going great. I had retained my new mentor slash coach slash business advisor, um, and so was set to go you know, fly to Florida to meet with them. And the hurricane hit. So I was unable to fly that weekend because they had evacuated where they were located, even though, you know, they didn't end up getting too much damage. But they did have to evacuate, so I didn't go. So we rescheduled it for a week later. And, you know, all the variables weren't falling in place this time for me to actually fly there. Now, I wasn't upset about that. I wanted to be there in person, but I know the value of being with someone virtually. You know, it's still that amazing connection because my business is completely online and I know what happens for people. So I got that out of my head real quick. But, and the reason I'm sharing this story, is again, it has to do with the power of past lives and the stories we're telling ourselves and that's where I'm getting to. Because I'm I'm going to challenge you to try to discover what it is that you're telling yourself, the sentences that you say over and over, you know, the the conversations that you're having in your, your subconscious mind. I mean, we can have conscious thoughts, you know, we know, oh, okay, well, I know, I just thought, mm, if I eat all that, I'm going to gain weight, well, that's a conscious thought. But we've got these subconscious things going on, and a lot of it is connected with, our programming, our bullshit stories, even past lives. And so, you know, told Michael for a day or two, I just felt that intense stress inside my body. I didn't even know how to explain it. I woke up the next day and stood up, you know, woke up, got up, and my back seized, that's the only thing I can call it, It seized to where I couldn't stand up, and my hip, literally my hips felt like they just got dislocated. Now, I'm going to say, if you've ever had that happen, you know the pain that I felt, because I have never in my life felt pain like that. And it knocked me down. Like, I, you know, barely made it back in bed. I was in shock. I was, oh, I, I was just, yeah, I couldn't believe the pain that I had. And then I was trying to figure out, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm on the second floor where our bedroom is. Like, how am I going to get downstairs? I couldn't even walk. Like, I could not take steps. So I, it's like I started thinking about Tony Robinson and being at his events and how I walked on coal that had been burning for 24 hours with bare feet and I didn't get burned. Like, I, I could do so much more than my body was telling me at that moment. It was. I mean, I literally said, this is in my mind, this is in my mind. So uh, I let out a big scream, and I got up, and I, I mean, I walked very slowly uh, to the the restroom and then uh, made my way downstairs. I really don't even remember how. I thought I was going to have to, like, I didn't know how I was going to get down, to be honest. Well, I went to the chiropractor that day. She had an opening, and I said, "Uh, I don't, I can't even walk. I don't know what's going on. Well, it tended up, my, my pelvis was actually I mean, you could consider it almost dislocated. It was out, out, dislocated. I don't know if they're different terms, but um, yeah, she was in shock because I'd never, that's never happened to me before. Now, let me say this. My body does weird things and she will attest to that. And then while I work through things, my mental status and past life stuff or whatever it is that's going on with me, what changes I'm making, my body heals itself and it blows her away. She's, she's always like, well, you know, this is crazy, but I can't wait to see how this all plays out, what you find out. So I know my body's telling me something. Well, I mean, I didn't know that right away because I was, I was so caught up in so much pain. <laughs> so that night, you know, went to bed again. It's just, it's just like a few days before I'm going to meet, you know, this company, meet this uh, the person from the agency, my, my new mentor and I'm starting to put this, I'm starting to believe this, is all, this has all to do with me taking this giant leap that I'm getting ready to, It's the biggest leap for me, um, anyway, there'll be more about that later, but went to bed that night, woke up, well, all night I could tell, I was like, shit, it's, I feel like it's, if I barely move, it's going to go out again, and sure enough, that next morning, it was out again. And it was a bit more painful than the day before. So I called uh, Vanessa, my chiropractor. She got me in again. And I said, that's it. Like, I've got you know, to get to the bottom of this and what's going on. I know it's past life. So what I did is when I got home, I decided to lay down because I was just wiped out. And I'm, you know, asking God for clarity, like, help me see what this is about. And I've been doing a lot of that lately help me understand this, help me see this better, help me know the next steps, help with this, show me this, tell me this. And as soon as I asked that, I saw myself in another lifetime running. And I was running in excitement to tell something, to uh, profess something, to prophesy something. It was something I had. It was like, I can't wait to tell them. I've got to tell them. I don't know if I was going to see one person or a group. I don't know what that part was. But I knew it had to do with me discovering something, and I couldn't, I had to tell them. Well, I tripped. It was literally like something pushed me, but I didn't see anyone, so I just kind of chalked it up to some kind of dark force. But something pushed me while I was running. And I tripped on a rock, this big rock on the ground, and I fell off of, there was like a cliff. I wasn't planning to run off the cliff, I was going to make a turn, but then I tripped and fell over the cliff, and I landed on a rock right where my body, where my hips are, and it split my body in half. (laughs) I mean, you can't make this shit up. And it was, you know, it was blood, it was gory, and I was, you know, that's where I died. Um, That's where it ended. So, okay, I saw it, and as soon as I saw it, okay, my back felt a little bit better. It felt like it started relaxing a little bit. Then I was working with one of my one-on-one coaching clients, and it came up in conversation about my back because I think I had to cancel one. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I canceled one because it was I couldn't even sit to talk. I couldn't even sit and, and do a coaching client. So I couldn't stand still. I had to constantly move a little bit. But anyway, it came up about my back. And I said, yeah, you know what? I think I came to the bottom of what that was because I'm getting ready to do that which I was getting ready to then. And my client, who was very gifted, very intuitive, you know, I could tell he was getting something. And he's like, well, I can see what happened. I hadn't told him. I didn't tell him what I saw that had happened in the past life. And uh, he said, "I, I see it. I can see it. And I said, yeah. And he says, "Yeah, and it's it's pretty gory." And I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, do you want to share?" And so he proceeded to tell me. He said, "I see you running to speak." He said, "You're gonna you're gonna." He said, "You're gonna expose someone or something. You're gonna expose something." And the whoever it is, the bad guys, they've caught you. They caught you. And he said, um, "They have your." your ankles and wrists bound by ropes, and each is attached to a different horse. And he said, they literally pulled you apart, and you, you know, if you can imagine, right? I imagine, you know, pull me apart, and again, in that area, my hip area, pulling apart, literally. And again, while just speaking with him about it, my back, I said, wow, you know, I had a little bit of little pain down here in the lower part and I said just that just released completely just when you just said that so even though he didn't see the same lifetime that I did I mean it just validated there's probably more than one (laughs) for me but do you know since then my hips and back now are almost back to perfect went from not being able to walk and literally having dislocation going on and the most pain I've ever had in my life now it's perfectly fine. And I told Michael, my, bo- my boyfriend Michael that you all know of, we've been together for, I don't know, I thought 15 years. He says 14. We don't, I don't keep track of dates and years. It's not a big, that's, doesn't matter. <laughs> but I said, I bet this is going to be completely gone once I get this meeting over with, with my new team. And that was yesterday, and it is completely gone The power of past lives, the power of our thoughts, the power of our sentences that we tell ourselves, which are our thoughts, run everything. When my back first went out, you know, seized up, and and the hips, whatever, got displaced, I went to a scary place for a few minutes. You know, I was told a few years back that I have this degeneration in my spine and runs in my family. I already know that, runs in my family. Um, I have a brother who just had several discs replaced with, uh, I think, titanium. Uh, He got to where he couldn't even walk for a couple of years. Well, I mean, couldn't do much to where he almost couldn't walk um, right before surgery. And so my mind went there for a brief moment, because I wouldn't let it be there for very long, because I said, you know what, that's bullshit. You know, that's just what I've heard, and that's what those programs are, that this is why this your back did this. And, again, it made me start thinking of Tony Robbins and how he has overcome so much. You know, he was told he had a tumor in his brain, and he, I don't know if it's gone or it never affected him, but it's, he willed it away. Um, his voice became raspy after several years. He went to the doctor And the doctor did did a stroboscopy, looked in at his vocal folds. We have true vocal folds and we have false folds. If you don't know, my history is I'm a speech pathologist as well and was doing that when I, and then made a shift to doing this. But Tony Robbins' doctor walked out of the room, didn't even say anything to him, walked out, got another specialist, came back. They both looked in his mouth, you know, on his throat. And Tony Robbins said, they were just like, he goes, I was thinking like, what the hell are you seeing? You guys are acting crazy. You're like acting in shock. Well, the doctor proceeded to tell him, your false folds are what you're speaking with. Your true folds aren't working at all. Okay, that, if you know, if you, if you understand anatomy, if you ever learned about that, that's not possible, okay, that false folds don't work like that. Well, Tony Robbins didn't know that. He just kept speaking because he knew he was there to speak, and he's here to, to speak and help people and keep speaking. And so he willed his false folds into becoming his voice, which he didn't even realize he had done. So, you know, having all these memories coming in as I'm thinking, well, let's see. I was sick with Lyme disease for eight years, and I healed myself never had any symptoms of it since. I don't even know. I've lost track. Has it been seven years maybe? Um, maybe longer. I'm not even sure. I had a, something show up on my wrist. Some people might think it's some kind of cyst. Some people might think, oh, that's a bone cancer. i got to go get that checked. I never did. I couldn't move my wrist very good for a couple of weeks. I worked through what I was holding on to. A little hint there. What I was not willing to let go of a release, what I was fighting, the resistance, and it healed itself, another thing that my chiropractor is blown away about, because she saw it, and she's like, oh my God, those, they're, they're bigger this week, they're smaller this week, they're bigger this week, There's those, those lumps there, but um, completely healed that, so I'm saying, okay, so what? It's my back, it's my hips, this is just another story that I've told myself. And by the way, I'm not giving you medical advice telling you not to go to the doctor. Make sure that you realize I'm not telling you that. I'm just sharing what I have discovered and uncovered and healed. So as we move forward and we escape the matrix, I've been calling it the matrix of our minds, because we've been programmed to fail, you know, the matrix of our mind. We will experience things that can feel very uncomfortable. This was the worst pain, like I said, I have felt in my life. I'm grateful it's gone. I'm grateful I did the work to find out what the fuck was going on and why I was allowing my body, you know, what my body was trying to tell me. And all I just kept saying is, "Hey, it's safe this time. This it, it's, this it, this is the this is the time it works out. It's safe to do this. And regardless if it was safe to do it or not, I'm still here to do it. Right? We have God's planted a seed in each of us. We each have a purpose here. But our purpose isn't going to happen until we take the steps towards it. And it's in those times." when we're scared, whether it's fear of failure, fear of success, whatever the reason it is, it's in those times when we push through that and we fucking do it. Even when our hip is out (laughs) and we find out why, those are the times we become the strongest, that we grow the most, that we overcome. So my new... Mentor, wow, fell in my lap. He literally fell in my lap in 2019. And I was too scared to do anything about it at that time. I realize now I just needed to, I need to learn a whole lot more. Because what I've learned over the past few years, I, I know why I'm here now. Like it's, I'm more solid and certain about it than ever. And so I met with him yesterday, and we spent the whole entire day online, face-to-face. We had a ball. I, we had so much in common. I was just like, thank you, God, for bringing him to me again so I could make the right choice this time. <laughs> Not that there was a wrong choice, but I could make this choice now. And just, you know, I haven't had a coach for a while. I'm so grateful that I have someone. I mean, I look at him right now as... He's coaching me to get to the level that I've always seen, that God's always shown me that picture. And so as we were talking yesterday about all of my offerings and everything I do, and we realized, or I realized, like everything that I do, really you could put into one category, and that would be a simple life coach. I don't mean a simple life coach, but that's, I'm a life coach. I coach people on how to make their lives better, whether it's opening to their abilities, whether they want to be a healer, or a better mom, they want to, um, you know, have a child, and they were told they could never have children ever, it would never happen, and yet my friend Rose, hello, Rose, if you're listening, Rose's little girl, Sabrina, will be one year old, I think next, I think in November, I think it's November, her, I don't know, it's popping in my head. I help people manifest what they want. And manifesting what you want doesn't mean you sit there and wish it into your existence. It means you have to discover what your bullshit stories are that are keeping you from manifesting it. And so that's what I'm going to challenge you with to start discovering what you are telling yourself every single day. If you are expecting lack, I'm sure you're headed in that direction if you're not there already. If you are expecting to always be you know, overweight, and then it's difficult for me to lose weight, and all the stuff that I eat makes me gain weight, then you're probably going to have an issue with your weight. If you feel like you've made mistakes in relationships, maybe you've been hurt, maybe you hurt someone, and love was something negative, you will repel it. You will not pull in someone who can love you. If you don't love yourself, if you're feeling shame, if you feel guilt, if you feel like you made bad choices, you, all the stuff, if you're attacking yourself, things will show up that will attack you. That was a big epiphany for me when I had Lyme disease. And I started learning about it and that it's literally your body attacking itself. Well, I was doing it every damn day anyway. So me attacking myself opened the doors to to being attacked by a virus that really put me in eight years of what I call Lyme hell. (laughs) So I know the power, you know, firsthand, the power of my thoughts and my words and my vibe And I've been really doing the work of saying, okay, what is a better thought? What is a better way of putting this? And so one that I heard recently on a podcast, which I'm, I'm taking it, I'm using it, is I'm going to be an example of what's possible. I am going to be an example of what is possible. I am being an example of that right now. Just by stating that phrase, it is a different, you know, it shifts something within me. I'm an example of what's possible. Now here's a little tip if you feel like I've been trying all this, I've been doing this, I'm not getting anywhere. Maybe you just need to stop, you need to listen. You need to stop and say, okay, God, you show me the way. Get that connection with Source. Have Source show you the way. I'm ready to listen. I'm sick of fighting. I'm sick of resistance. Because we're just resisting the good stuff. That's what we're doing. We're just getting in the way. And your answer will come. You might get it right then as a download. It might be that someone or something drops in your lap. <laughs> like my new mentor, who, by the way, is younger than me, quite a bit younger than me. Um, It's exciting, exciting times. I didn't know this about him, but he is in Tony Robbins' circle as a close friend. (laughs) Tony Robbins is in my vision book that I would meet him and maybe be a part of his gig somehow uh girls got a dream, right? <laughs> and I know the power of my thoughts. And so when I got th- when I found that out yesterday, I was like, "Oh, wow. Okay, this is this is wild." And anyway, we're 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 going to have fun on this ride as this all as this all grows. And so in the next few months, you're going to see lots of changes for me. Because when I really took a big look at, you know, everything that I do, I had, I had put myself in a very small niche. You know, whether I say I'm a psychic medium, or I'm a healer, or I'm uh, angel intuitive, um, past life regression practitioner, all these things, I can do readings, I can channel things, uh, all the stuff. Everything fits under Being a life coach. I kind of say I'm a spiritual life coach because I really believe I help people find their way back to God. That connection. It was many years ago, my darkest days. I wrote about it in my book. My book's called Stepping into the Light. You can find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Stepping into the Light. Stepping into the Light. Julia Treat. Just put that in the search. But I talk about I was at rock bottom. I was losing everything in my entire life, everything. All my relationships, all my money, uh, my business, because I was so sick I couldn't work, couldn't do anything. And I remember, well, first of all, I was on my knees in my yard praying to God, saying, please send me a lifeline. I hadn't called out to God in I don't know how long. And that's when I started learning about the angels and my thoughts and how I was, had created all of this, how much I hated myself how much I felt like a bad girl, a sinner, all the stuff. I remember someone saying, well, Julie, you could get on disability You know, since you have that diagnosis. And I said, that's never going to happen. And this is just my story. If you're on disability, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I said, there is no way I'm ever going to do that because I am telling myself then that the only way money comes is as long as I have this disability and I don't want to be sick anymore. I got things to do in here in this world. I don't have time to be sick, so I got to find a way. I got to figure out how I'm going to heal myself, and that's what I did. And so this week with this back and this hip and all the shit, I can take pain. I can take it. I've had surgeries. I can take pain, and this was, I was i was crying. never had pain like this in my life, but then I started saying it. I don't have time for this. I have stuff to do. I do not have time for this whatsoever. I'm going big. This is ending. This is over. This is not going to happen anymore. And so I'm choosing different sentences, different language that I'm speaking to myself. You know, we can all doubt ourselves. Believe me, uh, we can doubt ourselves. And why do we do that, right? When So many tell us, I mean, I can't even tell you how many messages people say, you changed my life forever, you helped me do this. Oh, my God, I would have never done this if I wouldn't have, you know, listened to you or worked with you or whatever. And yet we'll start that monkey mind of doubt. I'm not good enough. Not good enough for that. And then you got these little messages in there going, but wait, look at all these fucking results that you've helped people get. Oh, yeah, well, I forgot about those for a second because I focused on that one person that didn't get the results. And that's something I want to tell you. If you are, whatever you are doing with your life, if you're a healer, a channeler, um, you know, a coach, maybe you're even a coach or you want to be, you help your clients discover so much about themselves, you help them find the tools, the ways to, to overcome all of that, whatever area in their life. Maybe some people, it's all areas. And they're going strong and they're having amazing results and then, you, and then they fly off, they're free because they decide that's it, if that's what they decide. And then you have to let them go. You can't sit there and wonder, how are they doing? I hope they're doing okay. You have to let them go. It's been one of my biggest struggles is letting people go. For whatever messed up, fucked up reason, I get into that worry. hope they're okay. I'm going to worry about them. Ah, no, not anymore. As soon as, so, so this is, we have to let people go, just period. People have made decisions maybe that we think were not the best. You know, maybe we tried to help them. Hey, maybe try this, drink this, you know, with the ASEA that Michael and I are doing. And uh, no? Okay, you don't want to? That's okay? All right. Oh, you feel like shit? Okay, well, you got to let him go. Something told me the other day to look up the uh, definition of insanity. And it's something along the lines of, insanity is when you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result. <laughs> but you don't change anything. <laughs> okay, that's, we got to get off the hamster wheel. So many of us are here to begin Creating. Begin creating what it is we want this world to be like, to look like. So I had to let a lot go. And I've been, I have did that over the past couple of weeks. And now I am with a group that is making massive change. Massive change. And that is what I'm here to do. I don't have time to play the games anymore. I have to do what God planted within me. And so my new statement, I'm going to be an example of what's possible. So when you make that shift and you decide, well, I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to be whatever it is, sick, broke, alone. I don't know. Maybe it's all of it. I don't want this anymore so what can I start telling myself over and over? What is going to be a new program that's going to help me shift into that? Because if you pay attention to what you're telling yourself, well, you're going to see that's what you've pulled in. Or you can even look, do it the opposite, like a mirror. Look at all, all the stuff that you've pulled into your life right now. Huh. How did I attract this? Who am I listening to? What am I watching? What am I thinking about all day long? So I hope this helps. (laughs) I hope this helps you on your journey. I hope that you begin to discover what it is that you are, you know, what's running in your mind over and over. Now, it's interesting because I told you I was ready. I signed up with this company. I'm ready. I'm in. I can't wait. This is amazing. This is going to change our lives. Michael and I know this. Michael's very intuitive. He's opened up even more since he's been with me, and we both see what's coming, and it is so exciting. And, you know, it came to that day when I said, my body, I don't know. It feels so, I feel so much stress inside my body. I don't even know what that means. Well, it was that subconscious, subconscious mind That was that soul memory, memories, you know, because I saw one lifetime, my client saw another. It was that soul memory of what happened the last time, what happened before. And that's why I call it the power of past lives because they are running the show. And whether you believe in uh, past lives, you believe in, some people believe it's called MKUltra, either way, we can, we can discover that, and we can change the story. We can rewrite the history. All right, I'm going to sign off for now. But I am very excited to move forward and embrace who I'm here to be and help others do the same. Turn off the noise. Start paying attention to your thoughts. Find those words, those phrases, the things that you're telling yourself. Burn them, kick them to the side, punch them in the face, (laughs) whatever, whatever you got to do. And you start writing your new sentences, your new phrases, the new words of who you truly are. Want to be. If you feel guided to pursue becoming a past life regression practitioner, I'm teaching it this weekend. You will learn so much about yourself and then have ample time to practice with others. This is just one way that you can help the world change in miraculous ways. Just email me if you want to get in at support at juliatreat.com. That's support at juliatreat.com and we'll get you in. This will be the last time that I will be teaching it this way. So if you've thought about it or you're, you know, on the fence, I wouldn't wait because this will not be available again in this form or fashion. Sending so much love your way. It's time to step into the light. And give your dreams wings. God bless. Namaste.